Welcome back to the Time Out Podcast with Christian Panagos and Jack Bergamini. How are you doing today, Jack? I'm doing great today, CP. How about, how about you? How are you doing? I'm doing awesome today. I mean, I think we just witnessed one of the best finals games of all time yesterday. Like, it was back and forth. It really came down to the wire. And this is what playoff basketball is just about. I think you'd agree with me on that one. 100%. Like, this, this is the most, I think, most meaningful finals game since probably 2018. In game one where LeBron had 51 the game went into overtime you know the infamous J.R. Smith didn't know what the score was and maybe before that the most meaningful game was 2016 game seven so this finally feels like like the, the NBA finals because I feel like a little bit before this game like the finals has kind of been a bit underwhelming looked like the Lakers were going to cruise to maybe a sweep Heat stole one game but it still looked like the Lakers were in control but after this game I mean it feels like we really have a series which is kind of crazy to think about because we all thought the Lakers we're just going to easily cruise through this Heat team, especially with Goran Dragic out. But now it's, it's, we got a series again. Oh, I agree with you 100%. And I was looking the other day, and it kind of made me think, was the Heat, it's possible the Heat wouldn't have made the playoffs if there was no coronavirus. Like, and now that they have two games on the Lakers in the NBA Finals, like, this is crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, these two teams are like, they're so different if you think of it. The Lakers, they're, they're led by two of the top five players in the entire league which is why I've always liked them. Like, if a team has two top five players, I just think star power is what's important in this league. Usually who ends up winning the finals, it's because they had the most talent. But what the Heat, what they're really good at is their depth. They have Jimmy Butler, their star player. Then they also have a great supporting cast, which has really been their consistent key to this series. They have Duncan Robinson, who finally got hot in game five. Obviously, they have Tyler Hero, who's been a great surprise. They have, they have Andre Iguodala, a great veteran to help their team. And obviously, and they have Bam, who's been hurt, but he's still been a serviceable player. So I think just because of their supporting cast and the Lakers' lack thereof, that, that's really why the Heat have been able to stay in this series. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Bam Adebayo has really turned into one of like my favorite players in the league. Like, I think we forget that like he was the third guy at Kentucky. Now he's, he was an all-star and he's only his third year in the league. Like, he, I think he could be a perennial all-star to come at this point. And even though he's injured, like, he's giving Anthony not a run for his money, but he's playing him so tough that it's causing – It's causing the Lakers, great defense. Yeah, causing the Lakers to have to go to their other options. And as we've seen, the Lakers' other options aren't really there. <laughs> yeah, I've never liked this Lakers team for their, for their bench or for their other role players. It's always been about LeBron and AD. And I think that's, like, probably the most frustrating part, especially, especially for LeBron, because he never knows who's going to step up in a game. The past few games, it's been KCP, which who would expect that? But it, it really, it hasn't been Kuzma. It hasn't been Rondo anymore. Like, where did playoff Rondo go? Hasn't been Alex Caruso. It, like, these guys haven't been stepping up. They are not even scoring in double figures. So that makes it really tough on LeBron and AD to be able to close out these games when everyone knows they're going to be taking the last shot of the game. And th- that's, that's not what happened in game five. LeBron passed it up to Danny Green, and he totally bricked the three. And then Marquise Morris who literally only had one rebound in 22 minutes in game five, th- throws it out of bounds. It's, it's unbelievable. And, okay, why was he even in the game at that point? I would have put, I would have put Jared Smith in because I would trust him to hit the three more than Markeith Morris. Uh, yeah, anyone Mar- but Markeith Morris, I think. It shouldn't have been in the game. It, it was just – it was honestly so pathetic. And LeBron's style of play, like he'll score 40 points and have 10 assists. Like they, co- they collapse on him in the lane. He needs those guys to kick out and hit the threes mm-hmm. or hit exactly. at least one. 
Like you can't it's, blame LeBron. You cannot. Like no. I see people all over social media, they're blaming LeBron. He should have taken the shot. Okay, but let's say LeBron. He hit the takes three that. shots before that, though, which is like exactly. Let's let's say LeBron takes that shot when he's double teamed and he misses. Everyone's gonna be like, why didn't he pass to a wide open Danny Green? Why didn't he pass to a wide open Marquise Morris? Well, because I thought he's supposed to be the guy taking the shot, but no, he made the right play. He's always trusted his teammates. We've seen that in his finals career. He trusted Ray Allen, obviously. Like they, there has to be other guys who can hit the big shot, and I, I don't know. Besides Le- um, LeBron and AD on the Slayers team, I don't think anyone can hit that big shot. I don't think anyone can hit a shot, period. And even though it was the right play, it's just like, it's, honestly, it's pathetic at this point. Like, Danny Green, there's a petition on social media for him not to get a ring. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly think at this point, like, it's validated. How do you, you – he was wide open. And before last year, he was on the Raptors and on the Spurs. He was considered one of the best three-point shooters in the league. What happens? Like, how He's, do you become worse playing with, the, my opinion, the best player of all time? Yeah, he's really just been um, completely in a huge slump this entire, like, playoffs. It's, it's been crazy. And remember, in the in free agency last year, Danny Green was literally waiting to see where LeBron James signed with. Or, or no, he was waiting to see where Kawhi Leonard signed with, excuse me. And that's where he was going to sign, basically, or where he wasn't going to sign. Because Kawhi, like, signed with the Clippers. And then Danny Green, like, a day later, signs with the, with the Lakers. He just – he was waiting for everyone to, to sign. And like, but he's not even an important piece now. He's hurting the team more than he's helping. Yeah, and they keep sticking him in. And another thing with Danny Green that I just find funny is if he wins a championship, he'll win a, his third championship with his third team with the Lakers, mm-hmm. the Spurs, and exactly. the Raptors. It's like, like LeBron. Yeah, he's getting carried by LeBron. He has a he's getting a great paycheck and story, but he he's so ineffective. But I really want to move back on to when you were talking about uh, LeBron and Jimmy, like them going back and at it. You made a point that this is going to be a marquee matchup like of all time pretty much. Like We might have to start taking Jimmy Butler way more seriously than we ever did. What do you think about that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you look at – LeBron has never really had that other guy he's like faced off with in the finals. You, you could say Kevin Durant, but in my opinion, it has, those, team, those matchups haven't really been fair or haven't really lived up the, to the potential that they could have. You could point to 2012, but I don't think KD was not in his prime yet. He wasn't the KD we know him today. And then those Cavs-Warriors matchups, it was basically two years that LeBron faced off against KD. But KD just always had the far superior team. So it was never really like, like LeBron versus KD. They weren't really guarding each other either. It, was, it, was really, it wasn't really a rivalry matchup. It was more LeBron versus the Warriors. And I think now we finally have like two guys, LeBron versus Jimmy. Jimmy's actually guarding LeBron. LeBron is guarding Jimmy. Like they're, they're going back and forth. And they're both like performing on an insanely high level. Like LeBron had 40, 13, and seven last game. And Jimmy had like another 35 point triple double. It's, I think this is what we, LeBron really needed in his career. And probably what he was, I think his career as a whole has been lacking. Like Jordan always had those got those like rivalries when he was on the bulls. He, you know, he, his, he had a rival in magic first. Then it was like Isaiah and the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons. Then he, then he had to fight against, you know, like Clyde Drexler and the, and the trailblazers. Shaq and the Magic, but now finally, I think LeBron has that guy we can point to. Even if this is even if it's only one Finals, like this is what what LeBron needed. This is good for LeBron, I think. No, I don't have to agree with you 100. percent Like the LeBron, and, like if you look at Jimmy Butler, I just want to talk about him first. Like he's had his whole career. I think everyone's kind of considered him like he was for sure an All Star. I'd say like a top 20 player in the league, but everyone mm-hmm. kind of considered him like a great second option, like second or third yeah, guy, definitely. like. 
no one would say he'd be a finals op, not a finals option, but a top player on a finals team. And look what he's doing right now. If they win easily, like his game three explode. His game three explosion on LeBron for 40 points. Who ever predicted that? Like every time in the finals, if Kevin Durant had 40 points or um, not, maybe not Tim Duncan or Kawhi, whoever, when LeBron was on the heat, like everyone was like, all right, yeah, the, LeBron wasn't guarding him. The team is so stacked. But Jimmy is the best player on the team, and he's busting LeBron's ass for 40 points. And LeBron's going right back to Adam. Like, we, you're right. We haven't seen this since the Michael Jordan days when he went up against like uh, John Stockton, Carmelo, and like all these other guys. And I think that Jimmy Butler, like, he's such, like, a great story, too. Just, like, how he was homeless, became a walk-on Definitely. at Marquette. And then now he's scoring 40 points against LeBron James in the NBA Finals. I think it's really, like, I don't even know how many words to it. And plus, past couple of years in the league, everything we've heard about Jimmy Butler has been negative, negative, negative. He was hated by the Timberwolves. He was hated by the Sixers. Like, we're hearing stories now that, like, Brett Brown didn't want him back. Ben Simmons didn't want him back. Joel was like, eh, who cares if he goes? Like, he's literally laughing right now. It's amazing. And that is, That's very true, yeah. And to say that you can win two games against the – I think you and I both agree, two top 40 players of all time, arguably the best, and arguably a top five power forward, with your second best player being a third-year player in the league. Like, whoever would have predicted that? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, Jimmy Butler, I don't think we're overreacting at all. I think it can't be underestimated how valuable he has been because just this is what like everyone values most, or at least what I, I value most. You definitely value this too. Like winning in the playoffs, winning in the NBA finals. Like Jimmy Butler has proven that he can do both now, which is that that can't be underestimated. Like he, that, that's a top 10 player in the league now. Like how many times has Harden sold in the playoffs? How many times has like, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Like Dame, Giannis, Dame, even. Giannis, Dame has had some success, but he's also kind of fallen apart late into the playoffs. I mean, Jimmy Butler, he hasn't, he hasn't stopped. He's leaving it all out there on the floor. And so I don't know who I would bump out of my top 10, but Jimmy Butler needs to be there somehow because this is what matters most in the league, winning. And Jimmy Butler is winning right now. And I can't even imagine being a 76ers fan, just looking at, looking at what Jimmy Butler is doing. That, that must be painful because yeah. – you had that you trade for him first of all. You give up assets to get Jimmy Butler for half a year. He's the only reason why you're competing in that Toronto series, a because he was the be- he was better than Embiid in that series by a lot. Like he was the guy, and then they lose that series. Butler walks. They they pay Tobias Harris instead. Tobias Harris is not on Jimmy Butler's level at all. Jimmy goes to the Heat. Everyone's trashing Jimmy to go, go into the Heat. Everyone's saying, oh, he doesn't want to win. He just wants the money. He just wants to be the first option. But no, I think Jimmy actually saw something in the Heat that he knew could be like a special culture and a special organization, and he could actually be the first option. And he was right. He proved literally everyone wrong. No, it's, it's really interesting how like the younger – everyone likes to trash young guys in the league – for having these egos and like think they're all this and that. But I think the veterans are more the issue. And Jimmy Butler's the perfect example. Look, Tyler Hero, you could say he said he could be a hothead out of Kentucky. Same with Bam, still a hothead out of Kentucky. Or Duncan Robinson, like he's like, oh, I've, done, I've worked all this way. Jimmy, you can't tell me what to do. But buying into Jimmy Butler's philosophies have clearly proven off. And three rookies are playing for the Yeah, the three, rookies. three rookies. Three rookies. Three rookies are playing for the Heat in the finals. So honestly, some of them you can make a case wouldn't, shouldn't even be in the NBA or wouldn't have been in the NBA a year ago or two years ago. And if you look at all the other teams he's played for, the Bulls didn't listen to him. The Timberwolves definitely didn't listen to him. And the Sixers didn't listen to him. Like, what, what, what did 
NBA teams, GMs, executives, fans, what are we all not seeing Jimmy Butler? If you asked me two years ago, Jimmy Butler, or even last year, Jimmy Butler or Paul George, I think I'm taking Paul George every day of the week. Now I'm like laughing at myself for these predictions. Like he's, he's not, he's a man of the past. He, he's from the, the era of basketball where only winning matters. That's the only yeah. thing that matters. And a lot of times today, it's, that's not the most important thing. Like no wonder why he wanted to leave, even though he was probably a bit difficult with the Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, they do not fit with Jimmy Butler. I don't think winning is their most important thing. They, didn't, they don't have the work ethic. And Jimmy Butler couldn't deal with that. And then he goes to the Sixers, probably sees how that organization is run. They are a mess. They are dysfunctional. I wouldn't want to be there either, really, because they don't have any, like, they don't have any consistency. The, the team's a mess. Jimmy, uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are more, are more focused on who gets more touches than winning a basketball game. So I think Jimmy Butler is just the man who, from like the 90s era with like Jordan, not, not comparing Jordan, but just his winning mentality. It's the closest thing I think we have to Jordan and LeBron today. It's LeBron and Jimmy for that winning mentality. No, I have to agree with you on that one. And it, it just, it's just a shock though. Like whoever would have thought that the he could win any games against the Lakers. If you look on, pa- on paper, this series shouldn't even be close. Not it's, at all. I mean, I just think it, again, it goes to the heat's depth and just the yeah. Lakers lack their own. They don't, they don't have that third guy who can step up. Also, I, th- I think, oh, what's his name? Jeez, I can't Lakers coach. Rob Palenka. Not Rob Palenka. Um, uh, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Oh, my God. Bad, bad podcaster right here. But um, how did I not know that? And so Frank Vogel, I think he's done a tremendous job as the coach of the Lakers this year. But I think Eric Spolstra's coaching ability is really coming out as how much better he is than Frank Vogel in this series. Like, did you see the play that they ran for LeBron yesterday? Like, I think the whole world knew what was going to happen at the end of the game. With Jimmy, True, yeah. Jimmy at the end of the game, they seem to get him the ball every single time in the exact position. Like, that can't happen at, at some point. And plus, who he had on the floor at the end of the game, Markeith Morris, Danny Green. Like, why I, don't think, they... I don't think that's necessarily Vogel's fault, though. I mean, just, that's just the Lakers team. You never yeah. know who's going to show up. That's okay. the team this whole season. Okay. okay, I'll give you that point still. But Markeith Morris on the floor at the end of the game, like, really? Like, what, what was the point of that? And it, paid, it was this, it's almost a blunder as J.R. Smith. He forgot what the score on Markeith Morris literally threw the game away. I know. Some people it, said. That, that, that is definitely crazy. I just – I think that the Heat – I mean, the Heat – like, it's – the Heat can really – imagine if the Heat stole game four. The Heat could literally be up 3-2 right now if they stole game four. That yeah. game – in that game, we know what really frustrated me in game four, not – it was just that Jimmy Butler was not as aggr- aggressive as he was in game three and game five. He was basically passing up layups to kick it out to, for Jake for Jay Crowder three. Like, no, I want Jimmy Butler attacking every single possession. I want him going to the basket. I want him shooting those long-range dudes. I want him shooting threes. I don't want him passing to Jay Crowder or passing out to the Tyler Hero, as good as they've been. Jimmy Butler needs to be the guy. And the two games at the Heat of one, he's been the guy. And that's, that's, the, that's the only way the Heat are going to win. I agree with you, but it's also, when has Jimmy Butler ever cared so much about how his teammates feel? Like, why is he, it's interesting now that he's trying to make sure that Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero feel okay. Like, Jimmy, you got to take these shots. You just said, he passed stuff like wide open layups for threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, definitely. I, there's, there's no way you can beat LeBron doing that. I don't care how good your team is. If you're passing up, like, it's eventually they're not going to start, eventually they're going to start missing. Like, I don't know if Duncan, I like Duncan Robinson, but do I really expect him to go off for almost 30 points again? Or twice, like yeah, true. Maybe, maybe Jimmy. I don't know. Maybe he can't play at the level every single game like that. I don't. I don't. I think he. I think he can. Honestly, I think he's gonna have to. And I think he. This is probably a wake up call. Maybe because 
their their one game from elimination these past two games that Jimmy is going to understand, okay, I need to completely take over. I can't – like, I'll, I can still get my teammates involved. They can still be really important, but I need to be the main guy. And I think he understands that if they're going to win in game six or even in game seven. Yeah, that's true, true. I definitely still think, though, like, Lakers are still my pick to win this. They still have the two best players in the series, and Lakers will win. And for a second, let's just talk about the ridiculous – uh, storyline of who should win finals MVP because it looks like the Lakers are going to win. I still think they're going to win. And, and it's it's LeBron James. It's it, There was no way it wasn't going to be LeBron. It was always going to be LeBron. Even if AD played better than LeBron, it was still going to be LeBron just because that, that creates for a better story. LeBron's the, the better player. The better the best player should always get finals MVP, and that's what LeBron is. Yeah, I, I mean, It's so foolish when I see people saying that he's the best player in the Lakers. Like, you obviously don't watch basketball. Even in the first game where 80 scored more points than LeBron, it was like 30 to 28, and LeBron had like 14 assists and 11 rebounds. Like, this is such a fo- foolish narrative that people, the LeBron haters are creating. If you watch the game yesterday, Anthony Davis, I mean, he, he plays extremely well. He'll score you 30 points, but he has some periods where he disappears, where he's nowhere to be found. Yeah. And Offensively, especially. Yeah, definitely. And like, I don't see – LeBron doesn't do that ever. LeBron doesn't take plays off like that. If LeBron takes a playoff, maybe on offense, where he just passes the ball up the floor so we could just walk back on defense. Like, LeBron does not a, doesn't take plays off. And I don't understand, like, what is, what is AD doing that's, like, so spectacular? Like, obviously, he's a top-five player, and, like, you need him to win. But he doesn't, like – I don't watch games, and I go, man, AD is just, like, spectacular. Like, there's something, like, crazy about that. He's just a really good player. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think AD has been no, yeah, he's been in these finals. Yeah, I'm not trying to take away of him not being insane. I agree with you. He's averaging close to 30 points, but he doesn't like scream off. Like I think that if AD when AD went out yesterday for a little bit of the game, it's not like the the Lakers actually didn't even lo- weren't losing during that time. It was when he came back, which sometimes he he has like a false negative for me on the team. Like he's really effective, but when he does, he takes too many plays off. Is what I'm trying to say. He definitely does. I just think defensively he's always there he's just he's the anchor to uh, yeah. that team defensively but offensively and he he disappears too much he, he can disappear but i just think that him and lebron like i think we all should also talk about this for a second anthony Davis and lebron james they're they're an all-time duo like that <laughs> these two players are you said as you said top 40 players of all time like this is this is lebron's teammate this is his best possible teammate he fit, I think Ant Davis fits way better with LeBron than Dwayne Wade ever did. I think he fits way better with LeBron than Kyrie Irving ever did. He's his best teammate LeBron has ever had. And I really hope they stay teammates for a long time into the future. No, I agree with you. I don't think there's – LeBron knew he needed a big man, especially in today's NBA. Like, you're not going to win with a Kyrie a point guard. Or Dwayne Wade and LeBron never fit because they're both so, like, ball dominant. Like, LeBron needs someone who could get – who could Wade was play also scrappy. a little bit of out of his prime, too. He wasn't completely out of it, but yes, he was a little bit out of it. Even Wade, okay, even Wade said that AD was a better fit. But yeah. Lebr- yeah, for LeBron, <laughs> LeBron like needs a guy like AD who can be scrappy. Though. That was his biggest thing. Kyrie Irving's not scrappy. Dwayne Wade at that point like wasn't the type of scrappy that he needed. Mm-hmm. I think AD, as you said, even though I think he disappears a little bit on offense sometimes, his defense is amazing, and no one can drive on the. Um, on the Lakers, pretty much, because you have LeBron and AD stating down there, and you yeah. can see him making all these play calls during the game, and he runs the floor so so well for a big man at his size. Definitely, it's like the amount of times uh, LeBron has those huge outlet passes, and AD's the first guy back for the dunk. Like, 
no one else is going to do that for LeBron. I'm sorry. I don't. I remember he wanted Kawhi Leonard to be on his team earlier last summer. Like Kawhi Leonard's not going to do that. This this LeBron that we're seeing right now in these finals, I think it's finally the LeBron from back from 2018 in those finals because I think throughout this season, especially in those eight games in the bubble, those eight regular season games, LeBron did not look like LeBron. He couldn't shoot the ball at all. He seems really hesitant. He seems a bit rusty. But now we're finally starting to see that LeBron, if LeBron is making six threes like he did last night in game five, he's unstoppable. He, yeah. that's, that's the best player in the world right there. You cannot stop him. If he's pulling up from, what, 30-plus feet, how do you stop that? It, it looks like LeBron in, in game one in 2018 when he had 51 points, just pulling up from wherever. And I love when LeBron can do that because it just expands the entire, like, level of the Lakers to a whole other level. Because if, he, if, he, if he's a threat from the three – then it just opens up so much more. And I love seeing LeBron play at this level because we don't know how much longer he's going to be able to keep this up. He's 35. Like, is this – like, it's, it's true. It's just you have to appreciate it in the moment. No, I agree with you. And I think this year for LeBron is just, like, such a big thing for him as a whole, like, in his legacy. Because I still – obviously, I still think the Lakers are going to win. That's going to be his fourth championship, fourth finals MVP. I don't mm-hmm. think that – like, he doesn't have much more time left to win. Like, I see, obviously, the Lakers will be championship contenders next year, assuming Anthony Davis resigns. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the clock's really starting to tick, I think. And I think with everything that went happened this year, especially with Kobe dying, like, the whole, like, pandemic and everything, LeBron's been active voice. Like, he needs this championship to say, like, this was my year through so everything. So, is this, is this LeBron's most meaningful championship of his career? Yes, it has to be. I don't see any reason how it, it couldn't it couldn't more be. More important like, than the Cleveland one? Yes, more important really? than the Cleveland one. I yes. think I think it's probably it's no. Probably the reason neck neck. the reason I don't the Cleveland one. I mean, he had the block and everything, and that was his mission to bring a championship to the Cavaliers. But I don't. I, without there was more adversity. I feel like he faced this year than what he faced with the Cavs. Like even even though his team was. I don't better, know. I think I think in twenty sixteen that seventy three nine Warriors team. I think if LeBron there's they were so close to not winning that championship. Imagine if the Cavs didn't didn't win that year. Like LeBron would, would only have two championships. He would currently he would still only have two. He's not in the GOAT conversation at all. You can't have him in the GOAT conversation if he doesn't win twenty sixteen. Like only two championships. No, yeah, I agree with you, but I still think this year is bigger because I think LeBron faced more there was more distractions or opportunities for him to fail this year than there was with the twenty sixteen. He had to he had they, they shut down for like four months, he had to come back, get back in game shape, play at the level. I, I it definitely it's definitely up there. Plus when he he talks about how like Kobe's mentality of like not of no matter what is thrown at you, you have to fight back. Like I think LeBron did exactly that this year. And it's crazy to say, but like the, I think I saw a thing right after Kobe Bryant died, and it said that like the best way to end this year would be for LeBron to hold the championship, screaming, "This is for Kobe," and this is what I really hope happens in the next game. I don't think that there's any better way to end it, especially for like how LeBron is as a person, like the way he talks outside of basketball, what issues are important to him. Like there was literally he could have crumpled so much easier, I think, this year than any other year of basketball. I don't yeah, like, I know the 70 could have came up, could have came up with so many excuses. The, the like, 73. Oh, the, yeah, definitely. The 73 and nine Warriors team was a, a bigger basket basketball challenge, but in terms of everything challenge, I don't think they're even close to on the same level. Yeah. I mean, LeBron could have definitely folded this year and just pointed at, I mean, you know, the, the break, the bubble, he wasn't at home. There was like no fans. He could have pointed at all of these things, but no, he decided 
I'm not going to point to anything. I'm, no excuses. It's, it's the same for every team, and we're going to go in here, and we're going to win it all, which I think brings up a good point. Is this championship valid? Oh, 100% is it valid. I don't, it's, it's, it's a foolishness argument. Everyone had to start on the same level. Yeah, I think we also just take a moment to just realize how great, how great is the NBA for, to be able to pull off this bubble. Like, how, how great is that? We, we saw with baseball all the struggles they had at the beginning of their season. Football, we don't even know what's going to happen with the NFL right now because of all these positive cases. The NBA's did such a fantastic job putting together this bubble, and it has been 100% success. There was nothing – the only closest thing was go, to going wrong was Lou Williams. He almost screwed everything up. Everything else has been perfectly fine, and it's, it's just – it's great how they were able to pull this off because no one's really talking about if the championship is – is valid or not. Yeah. Everyone's just looking at it as like a normal finals. No, I agree with you hundred percent. And exactly. There was no, if there, imagine if say there was an explosion of cases, this would have been a failure, but the NBA locked it down well enough where there, there'd be nothing. And the level of basketball has been immensely high though. Like if guys were, if the games were like 160 points and no one was playing defense or like really breaking a hundred, everyone's like, Oh, okay. This really was not mm-hmm. the best brand of basketball, but everyone is on the top of their game. No one's, no one's playing worse because of it. And, and I, I don't think, want anyone, I don't want anyone pointing at, Oh, how are the heat in the finals? They're in the finals because we've seen the, we've seen the books fold last year against the Raptors on the up 2-0. We saw them fold again this year. Clearly Giannis isn't capable of leading the team to the finals yet. We know the Celtics team isn't, isn't like to their full potential. They're still a super young team, and this Heat team—they're full of young guys and veterans, and a great player in Jimmy Butler. And they were the best team out of the East. And obviously, the East is way weaker than the West. But I think the Heat probably still would have had a good chance if it was a regular season. No, I agree with you too. Like the Heat, they had the first opportunity too, and they beat all these teams. The Celtics haven't made the finals for a reason. The Bucks haven't made the finals for a reason. Like you said, they're just not good enough. Yeah, and- I mean, same with the Clippers. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think you can. And the look Nuggets at have been in the Western Conference Finals before recently, so it's not even like this is crazy. Sem- the Clip- semifinals, semifinals. Semifinals. My bad. But the Clippers. When have they overachieved? They've exactly. done nothing. Even Clippers. no matter what team the Clippers have had, they've underachieved. So it's not like a new, yeah, exactly. a new thing. Like why? Even, even with Kawhi, sh- even with Paul George, they. It's we should be su- We should be surprised that they underachieved from how good their team was, but not from the organization as a whole. This is just normality. Definitely. And you could obviously every year there are, there are injuries. There are like little things that like last year, okay, if Katie isn't, doesn't get hurt, the Raptors are not winning the championship. And like you could look at 2015, like Kevin Love and Kyrie both go down before the finals. Like that could have been a great series, but no, like it's the, um, the Warriors are going to easily win. In 2014, Dwayne Wade isn't 100%. Spurs win. There's always these types of things like where injuries happen. I think this, 2020 with with the bubble it's just it's not an, in, an injury per se but it's just the environment and the bubble but it's just all it, it's all relative and this is how the season was and it was the same for everyone and so there there's no question that this is a real championship i hope in the future we don't look at this championship and be like ah that that doesn't count towards lebron legacy lebron's legacy no i really hope we don't do that because this championship it's totally valid and i, I can't wait to see who wins yeah, it'd be an absolute shame if people did that. I agree with you. And we're so excited. Game six on Sunday. Hopefully, I, I'm really pulling for the Lakers here. So hopefully last game of the year. But if it would be game seven, best story of all time. I think if it goes, I think the Heat aren't going to go away. They're not going to go down easy. We know that, obviously. I think if the Heat managed to win this game, which would be absolutely insane, 
I still think the Lakers are going to pull that out in game seven because LeBron's – no way LeBron is losing in game seven. No way. No, he, won't, yeah. he won't let that happen. He'll have the greatest game of his life before he lets that happen. So yeah. I just think he'd have been a great story. Props to Jimmy Butler. Top ten – definitely a top ten player now. But LeBron James, he's going to get his fourth ring. And we're going to really have to start looking at him and be like, okay, what else does he have to do to, to pass Jordan? I know you already think he has, but it's, it's definitely going to really like – it's going to – those Jordan fans, you're going to have to really start looking at LeBron and be like, what else does he have to do? Yeah, you can't take him not seriously anymore. It's just the truth. Yeah, definitely not, especially with the teams he's been able to carry. I mean, it's really only LeBron and AD at this point. He's been able to carry, like, the 2018 Cavs or the second-best player was Tristan Thompson. He's been carrying these really not-so-good teams, but he finally has a teammate in AD – who he can rely on. And I think the C team, you can't point to them and be like, oh, they're a bad, they're such a bad team. Like, it's just an easy, easy matchup. No, this Heat team is for real. And yeah. That, it, yeah. So if LeBron wins this, I think this is definitely a really meaningful championship. Yep. Couldn't agree with you more. So game, game six predictions, who do you have? I have, the, I have the Lakers winning 110 to 99. Yeah, I'm not going to give a score, but I, I think the Lakers I think the Lakers are going to pull it out. I think they're going to get it done. Just because we saw this, we saw this in the Heat. We saw this at the Heat Celtics. You know, when they, when the team's down three one, they're like, we're not we're not going out three four one. We're winning this game. Then they'll win they'll win game five, but then in game six, reality kicks back in, and the and the better team ends up winning. Yeah, I just I could see the game being close till the very end when they have to foul and everything. That's my prediction. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, CP, this was a great conversation, and uh, we can't, can't wait to see what happens on Sunday. Yeah, can't wait to see. Hopefully LeBron fourth round. Yeah, I guess we'll see. All right. Thank you for listening. Time out, signing off.